talking about foul play. So let me yeah. pull up my phone, and I will uh, quickly. Actually, no. Let's do this. I have a computer. Yeah. The thing and you're on. I'm right already. Now. Yes, correct. Thank you, Stu. That mm-hmm. that is the kind of insights that mm-hmm. you have been bringing to from day one, yep. and we highly, you know, highly value. Yes. And kind of expect from Stuart Yang. So before we go ahead and uh, we'll, you know go too far off the rails here at this point, <laughs> uh, we're going to welcome you guys back to another episode of Dose and a Half Cinco's. We are missing our other Cinco at this point. Uh, ben is out of the country. So as always, I'm your host, David. And I guess I'm just Stuart, and there's no third person. I'm Ben. Was, uh, oh, I guess good. he joined. No, that was yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, live, live <coughs> from Tokyo, here's Ben Somali. <laughs> Ben, what are you seeing Ohio out there? Oh, Jesus, what has happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> He's, with oh, He's with his uh, people now, I guess. <laughs> 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 uh, what else do they say over I don't there? Know. Um, uh, e- oh, <clears throat> Ben, this is just for you. I know that you would say this exactly this way. Itadakimasu. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, that was uh, your Ben update for this week. So, yeah, um, this week we have a it's, – it's a little bit different of a show. Um, obviously, it's just me and Stu today, but it will not be at a, uh, a lack of content. As you guys already saw, we were already talking about our uh, fantasy league that, you know, I feel like most of our listeners are a part of. Actually, one, two, two people are a part of. <laughs> Uh, Joe, you lost your opportunity. You could have totally joined this league. Several invites. Yeah, more than one. We even gave you a PS4. I mean, how many other people would do that? Um, To be able to join your friends to, you know, know, play games online and be friends. And and it has YouTube on. You can put YouTube on it. That's the best part. Whoa. Wait. Stu, tell me more. What else can this PlayStation 4 do? Oh, you can play YouTube. You can go to your YouTube playlist. You can check out your YouTube subscriptions. Wait, kind of uh, like... Do, you mean he could access Dos and a Half Cinco's on YouTube? He could. Oh, wow. That sounds like an amazing <laughs> machine. I don't know if I had one of those. I don't think I would be leaving it, letting it settle and... and you know, collecting dust with Nathan Drake on it, a special edition version. Is this the point where we give out his address so somebody can go relieve him of this thing? Uh, well, no, be, I don't want that because uh, <laughs> we need to use it when we watch movies at his house for Keith's movie night. Uh, you're right. Correct, correct. Although he doesn't Sorry. have an HDMI cable, so if we give out the address, <laughs> maybe someone can break in Drop and off. Drop off. <laughs> So his well, address has, is... <laughs> that would be really preferable because the TV has it. I'm very familiar with this. My TV. <laughs> so, Joe, plug it in. Please, please use it. Um, we would definitely love it if you guys would uh, tune into Dos Naps Cinco's and all the platforms so we would get an equal amount of views. It, uh, you know, listens to. What so. platforms are we on, David? That's a, that's a great question, Stu. Let me tell you about them. The platforms. We, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all the platforms were available. We are on Google Play. We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. And we are on also on Apple Podcasts. So you have no excuses not to pick up Dos Naps Cinco's every single week. Coming to you, you know, a couple weeks late usually. Uh, but we're getting better at it. We're going to get caught up. Uh, stuff like that, but definitely keep listening. We definitely appreciate all of the, uh, the support, and uh, we'll definitely uh, you know look forward to getting you on that one. So back to the show. So, um, Stu, what else have you? What else besides uh, zomb- the movie of the week this week, which is Zombieland Double Tap? Did you see? I saw. Oh, thank you for asking, David. Jesus Christ, this is getting. We got to turn off. Turn it. Turn it down a little bit. Turn, turn down, turn it down. Okay, here we go. Uh, I watched um, uh, In the Tall Grass on Netflix, uh, which is a uh, kind of like a, I guess it's based on a Stephen King novella. Which, okay. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it on uh, Netflix, but uh, it was pretty good. It was a little, you know, kind of like a little, I'm, it, I would guess it's 
would be considered a horror movie, but I kind of, it was just like a little bit scary, but I was more suspenseful, I would say. And uh, maybe a little more of like a mind uh, bender, but it was good. I, I liked it. It was a good little short, kind of a short movie to watch and kind of get you in the Halloween season. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, I'll definitely have to check that one out. Is that would that be something that you would want to review on the show? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, um, okay. I mean, it came out a, a while ago. I think like maybe a couple months ago. So it's not really something. Uh, like there are other like movies in the horror genre coming up or that are out now. I think <clears throat> that I think uh, I don't even, actually I don't know if it's horror, but it seems like it would be kind of horror. Um, that are out now that I'd rather talk about, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, okay, that's fair. Uh, for me, this week I've been... I finally finished season two of Stranger Things. I am now into season three, about four episodes in. So um, I definitely was in agreement with you that I think if they had ended after season one or season two, it would have been very fitting. Um, and then it feels like they're grasping at straws a little bit. They're just like... Oh, they're giving us more money. What are we going to do? Um, I think what, just because everyone likes it so much. Like, I mean, it's great. I think the chemistry on on, uh, on camera is fantastic. Uh, the it, It's definitely interesting. I feel like if it was me and it was up to, well, I guess up to me, um, how, how long this would go, I don't think this should go any longer than five seasons. I think that should be it. Especially because the actors are going to be like too old by that point. <laughs> Hey, how do you feel about playing a, a 12-year-old kid? Uh, I'm 28. <laughs> kind of hard for me to be able to... Uh, uh, <clears throat> kind of hard for me to be able to uh, justify uh, people thinking that I'm still a kid. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that uh, the success of Stranger Things will kind of uh, spawn a kind of... Uh, like a, a wave of these kind of... Ret, kind of retro style, uh, you know, you know oh, like throwback or movies, yeah. Because uh, I think that's one one of the biggest uh, you know aspects to, or one of the you know the things that attracts you know viewers to this show is just like the the setting and the just the themes on top of you know the story and all that stuff. So yeah, it's really crazy about how much technology that we kind of like take for granted in a lot of the TV shows. It's like oh. You can't just call somebody in the middle of the, uh, like, you have to, like, think about it and go, dude, why didn't he just, oh, wait, he doesn't have a cell phone. Of course they couldn't call from the trunk of that car. Or, you know, they're out in the middle of the field. They're like, well, where is it possibly? Like, right. Why, so, did, why didn't he just send him a Snapchat? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, dude, just tweet that you're in trouble. <laughs> you know, or, you know, Periscope or whatever the kids are into nowadays. So, can you just slowly, we're just going to regress back to even further? We'd be like, how can we just post something on uh, your Zango or your MySpace? <laughs> you know, I, yeah, that kind of thing. Or paint yeah. somebody on a beeper. I don't know. Part of me feels like this is like appropriate for like a beeper age. I don't know why they don't have beepers. Is that not in the 80s? Uh, I don't think so. At least, um, at least not. I think this was, this is begins more in the early 80s to mid 80s. So. Oh okay. Um, not it's not quite the late '80s, uh, which I think when the beepers were probably more popular. Well, then my thing I might be having I don't know if it, if anybody has watched Stranger Things or they haven't watched it and you guys want to I'm gonna possibly spoil something, but I definitely want to make oh, a point because I want to have spoiler. Mini spoiler zone. <clears throat> okay, how did if this is set in the '80s and they didn't have pagers or any of that stuff, mm-hmm. then how come the recorder that, that have you seen season three yet i've seen it all i've seen them all oh, okay 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 the recorder that dustin has how is it so small that looks like something that we have now the recorder that he has uh at the very beginning he records the russians remember uh, vaguely <laughs> okay whatever it's fine uh, it's just some things i'm like noticing like kind of like the game of thrones starbucks cup i'm like is that accurate hundred percent, but okay, we don't want to digress on that. That's not our focus. Our focus is on Zombie Land and Double Tap. Um, but before we go with that, we do our normal thing, which is our box office rundown. Luckily, this week, uh, not very many rated R films came out, so I guess ha- losing Ben this week or the next couple of weeks not the worst thing in the world. Uh, but we'll definitely name some of the things that are up here. So number one this week, 
unseating the blockbuster that is Joker was Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, coming at $36.9 million. Joker, obviously, a little bit of steam has come out, dropped uh, to number two with 29. Zombieland, Double Tap, our movie of the week, 26.8. The the animated movie, Adam's Family, came in at number four, even though uh, last week was at uh, number two. Uh, Gemini Man slips another another space. I am so surprised that this thing is still like holding strong. Like after watching the previews for it, I'm just like Gemini Man. Yeah, didn't it just come out? Yeah, two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. Never mind. Yeah, this is its second week. So um, it's now at number three with eight point three million. And then there's a large gap. Abominable, who's been out for four weeks, slips to number six. Downton Abbey. Still in the top 10. Was number 5 last week, down to number 7 with 3.1. Judy, uh, the Judy Garland film that Stu would not shut up about, um, <laughs> dropped from number 7 to number 8 with 2 million. Hustlers slides from 6 all the way down to 9. It Chapter 2 still holding on to with its Pennywise claws to the top 10, sliding down from number 8 to number 10 with 1.4. Uh, the movie that we were... Uh, that we were supposed to see was Parasite, but that's getting pushed back to next week because apparently they just don't release enough theaters. It's only in thirty, it's only in thirty three theaters in in the U.S. I have I, to drive just... down to Buena Park to watch it. Oh, that's where I'm going. Oh, or, well, yeah. So maybe you know what? We'll talk after the show. Okay. Um, number twelve uh, is Jexy, sliding all the way down from number nine. Ad Astra finally falls out of the top 10 at number 13. Um, some of the other ones of note, Rambo was outside looking in, still out that way. It looks like he's going to fade out into the uh, the night. He's going to run off into the sunset. That's right, on his horse. Just like he did in the actual in the movie. movie. And that isn't, it's not a spoiler because we've already talked about this in a previous episode. That we haven't released yet. So, yes. hopefully, but... <laughs> Well, well, by the, by the time, time this one, you by the time this, this one comes out, <laughs> oh, it'll be way out of the uh, the stratosphere. It'll be like they're Rambo still talking what? about Dude, Rambo. They're talking about Rambo. That was so August, and it's like <laughs> December first. Hopefully, we catch up. We're gonna catch up. I promise. Um, Jojo Rabbit is debuting this week, and it doesn't break into the top ten. It is number seventeen with three hundred forty thousand. But as uh, that you know, Ben would have probably mentioned if he was here. It is. Only in five theaters across the country. So, give that's it time. Impressive. It will be correct. <laughs> it will be yeah. That's a lot of money for five theaters. That means that each theater <laughs> yeah. brought in seventy thousand dollars. And if we assume that each one of those tickets costs roughly about, well, I know it's probably around twelve dollars, but I don't want to do that much math. That means that you know seven thousand people went to go see this at each one of those theaters. That's, that is inc- that's an incredible amount of, of a, people going time. to see that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Lion King down from 13 all the way to 19 uh, and then Peanut Butter Falcon number 20 stays there and then Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark I know an oldie a goodie and we throw all the way back now at number 22 so it looks like there's like some places that still haven't you know gotten a chance to see some of these movies but we definitely have reviewed them we, uh, we definitely encourage them and stuff like that so you know maybe by the time you actually hear this <laughs> maybe it might come back or Jojo Rabbit might be like a huge smash hit we don't know so, but yeah, that's our box office rundown. Uh, Stu, what do you think? Uh, well, one thing, I have one, one quick question before I uh, get into it, and I'm sure the uh, audience might have this question as well. Sure. Uh, are we doing top 10 or top 22 now? Because we Well, just, it's just, <laughs> we I know. Just... <laughs> no, 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 it's top 10, but I thought there were some interesting names that were oh, in okay. there. Obviously, I didn't mention like Pain and Glory, Lighthouse, uh, Linda Ronstan, uh, the sky is well, pink. Well, you're doing it. The... You're doing it now. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> shout out to those movies. All right, uh, now on the number forty-seven on the list. Let's take a look at this. Um, no, <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, Aladdin slide, <laughs> slides all the way down to number forty-six. Like Forty-five <laughs> minutes later, The Art of Racing in the Rain, oh number God, forty. It's never gonna end. Ready or not. I mean, we're just uh, the, back in nineteen ninety-five. The, fi- the top ten. <laughs> Um, one uh, thing I, I read about, which I thought was kind of interesting and then kind of also kind of silly at the same time, was about Gemini Man or um, how they when they uh, they recorded Ang Lee or whatever when they when they filmed it, 
Mm-hmm. They filmed it in such a way that it would it was supposed to make the like the difference between old Will Smith and young Will Smith look almost like it was supposed to like uh it was supposed to make cross them... that uncanny valley. It was supposed to just like because like you know the uncanny valley where like things like just look you try to make it look too like uh, you know realistic and it looks too weird. But and, yeah. they filmed it that way. Uh, <clears throat> but then none of the theaters, basically no theaters are equipped to show the movie in that fashion, which was like 4K, 3D, uh, you know, super ultra, whatever, 4K. Oh, okay. So, so 120, uh, 120 hertz, like... Uh, oh, so it's second. supposed to be so live that it looks like those guys are supposed to... Like, those guys aren't... It's not just like Will Smith it, playing... Like, it doesn't part. look CGI'd. It looks like young Will Smith. Like, that. that's what was... Oh. That's what I read, uh, how it was actually filmed and, and made, but... Unfortunately, no theaters in the U.S. can actually display it. Well, what theater can handle something like that? Is none. This well, there's none. There's no... Oh, I don't know. I, I just. Oh, know maybe that... for home viewing. Maybe that'll be like, oh my gosh, like this movie in theaters suck, but in in like on your TV screen, your 4K, your 10K, or whatever the hell, you, however much you spent on it, maybe that's the one that'll, you know, that'll get you. Yeah, I think. It I was... don't know. I feel like Dolby Digital. They they have Dolby Digital. That doesn't count. No, it that was, one's got like deeper darks and blacks and no, stuff like had, that. I think it's... it had to do with the uh, the actual the frames per second because there are theater there are some theaters that are equipped with like sixty frames per second, like four K, three D, whatever. I don't know what the resolution. Maybe not. 4K, oh, but, but it's not one twenty. It, it's 4K, not. Yeah, 3D. it needed to be one twenty, and nobody has that. So well, Ang Lee, a a uh, a pioneer beyond his years. Yeah. So that was I, so was so was the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. The U.S. was not ready for such an artistic movie. Yeah, and I mean, also the Hulk, and also Life is Pi. Oh God, he did do the Hulk, didn't he? <laughs> he did. But he did it one, the one with Ed Norton. I like that one to an extent. Uh, I mean, it's obviously not um, crap. What's his name? Oh God! Oh God! Eric, oh God! Not Eric Bana. Hey, Eric, no, not Eric Bana. <laughs> That's the name of the guy who uh, turns into the Janine Garofalo. Mark Ruffalo. There we go. There we go. I was like, Gene <laughs> Ruffalo. It's Janine Garofalo. <laughs> <laughs> we will figure it out. Um, so yeah, uh, ah, that's that's such a disappointment though. But I mean, that that kind of ha- what happened, right? I mean, it's also the same thing, right? Avatar did so well because it broke ground, but at the same time, I like. If you review Avatar in its base, I'm just like, this is a kind of a basic movie. Yeah, I mean, it's Pocahontas or Dancing with Wolves, but with correct. A- the aliens instead of. But also with 3D, because that was like the thing, 3D, right? You yeah. had to watch it in 3D. James Cameron shot it in 3D, and I'm like, wow, what a gimmick. Yep. So, you know, part of me kind of wants to see Gemini Man just to see if maybe it was decent or anything like that, but. I mean, I'd probably wait for it to be on HBO or something. I will wait for it to hit HBO, and then I will, you know, probably rent the Blu-ray, which is 4K, and then play it on (laughs) MS TV and see if it it changes. I can't tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Oh, Will Smith is fighting Will Smith. Um, It's it's Fresh Prince versus uh, who's one of his his later (laughs) roles. Oh, uh, Uh, he, uh, the the guy from Independence Day. I don't know. Ah, shit. I should know his name. I Hitch. should I'm I should be kicked off this podcast for not knowing his character name. Sorry. Captain something Captain Will Smith. Um, <laughs> Is it really his name? <laughs> That would have been so great if you're like Stephen Hiller. What is Will Cap- Smith's name? Will Cap- Smith. Captain Stephen Hiller. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, you know, this podcast is going to keep going. No, wait. By time time independent. What? <laughs> Steve Fresh Prince is like the same era as Stephen Hiller, so that's I, not... I'm sorry, that was good. Oh, uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, but nobody remembers his name from that. Okay, um, Gemini Man. Mike Lowry from Bad Boys. I don't know. Oh, speaking of Bad Boys, yes. Trailer. Ooh, yeah, wow. Talking, I thought we already talked about this, or do you want to talk about it now? Uh, we can talk about. Well, I mean, well, did you just see you guys mentioned it? I just saw it when I was watching Zombieland, and I was just like, I, I, part of me remembers partially that you guys, but I wanted to, I don't know, I made myself feel like this was a discovery on my own. Okay, I was like, oh my goodness, it it happened. So, 
But yeah, I, I am so excited. We definitely need to do a Bad Boys marathon before. Yeah, especially because uh, Ben has not seen Bad Boys 1 or 2, which makes me want to murder him. No wonder we kicked him off the podcast. Yeah. This is the, the half and sink, cinco and a half podcast. Um, was yeah. that, oh, I, right. but I saw Hot uh, Hot Fuzz and I saw the part from... Like, he always watches all the cult stuff, but then doesn't yeah. watch anything that normal doesn't know the Doesn't watch. know the source material. <laughs> Fucking millennial. Yeah. Zoomer, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Zoomer. Everybody needs a Zoomer. Um, hey, uh, so, but yeah, uh, anything else you noticed on this uh, top ten list or you know box office rundown? Um, besides, not really. I, that, I mean, besides other than, that, I went all the way down to twenty four. Yeah, that was that was. I enjoyed right. that. Um, <laughs> it looks like there are a couple movies on here that in the top twenty two uh, that that David did that look like. They're supposed to be really good, but unfortunately, just due to their small like release, uh, wherever their release uh, locations, mm-hmm. that they're just not gonna break into this top ten. Like for example, Parasite, yeah. um, and then Jojo also Rabbit, for sure. Jojo Rabbit, uh, The Lighthouse, which is the movie I mentioned earlier. That I wanted to see um, that looks pretty, pretty. Uh, the one with Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe and uh, oh, Robert okay, Pattinson. Yes. Patterson? Pattinson. Patterson. Yeah, Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah, so that looks pretty good. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, but yeah, it's unfortunate that it seems like they all, they're all they just not going to crack into that top ten just because they don't have the uh, big Hollywood backing. That That's our job is, as patrons is to reward that kind of, you know, reward that kind of effort. Yeah, so join us next week when we see Abominable. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough to be able to see it if it's only in five and eight theaters collectively. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And Paris, like 33 theaters? Holy moly. I'm, like, lucky that four of them are in Southern California. I mean, I was trying to go see one on Monday, and then I was like, oh, it's in Burbank. Uh, no. <laughs> not happening. So, but yeah, hopefully there'll be more wide releases. As long as these stay in the top 20, hopefully that'll give us enough time to be able to go see it. Because I know for a fact Jojo Rabbit, huge, huge movie I wanted to see because I think it was going to be really good. But I'm thinking because it's only released at only five, there might be like a more wide release. We might get a couple hundred. So that's what I'm hoping for. Is that even like showing anywhere near us right now? I don't think so. It might be. Oh, it might be at like the Arclight or it might be at Alamo. Because I know Alamo does stuff like this. Well, I mean, if we needed another excuse to go to Alamo, I mean. Why? Can you imagine what the, <laughs> can you imagine what the adult milkshake is for the Jojo Rabbit? Oh, uh, something. It'd probably be like the, it'd be something with chocolate because it's like Adolf Hitler. It's like the Hitler stash or something like that. Does, be like does cho- Hitler like chocolate? chocolate? Well, I mean, it's German. All right, hang on it, real quick. Uh, it, it, called the, we'll, we'll call it the Third Reich. <laughs> um, Hitler, hang on. Hitler's favorite food. All right, all right. Oh God! I thought you were gonna look at the menu at Alamo. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. We're taking. We're learning some history here. It's Swiss chocolate. Oh, look at this! Uh, All you vegetarians, guess who was also a vegetarian? Adolf Hitler. Yeah. So Uh, being vegan makes you a fascist. Yeah. Way to go, guys! You guys are now (laughs) literally Hitler. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we awesome. go. Core, we got core. What were some of ba- Hitler's favorite foods? Uh, he loved pastries. Well, I mean, that's all they eat in Germany, isn't it? Like, yeah, they love the strudel. The past. Oh, yeah, the paste. The pastries. The pastries. The strudel. We love our strudel. Strudel, Heiden, and our and our Venus schnitzels. Was that a thing? Um, yeah, we'll we'll go with that. I mean, all everyone right. likes pastries, but anyways, that's true. <laughs> We, but you know the crazy thing is maybe that's the reason why he attacked France is because Potashu oh, just, just wanted all those pastries. A, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's you know that's the learn that the lessons learned is maybe we just give them more pastries. Yep. All right. Well, that does it for our <laughs> box office rundown. Um, and uh, before we, uh, you know, we'll well, I guess we could just jump right into it. Um, Let's just do we'll it. Jump right into it. Yeah, let's just do it. Just, just do it. Um, so we're going to run into our movie of the week this week. This movie uh, was Zombieland Double Tap, the 10-year uh, wait for uh, <laughs> for the sequel to yeah. Zombieland. The sequel we've um, all been waiting for. But was it? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out right now. Right, Literally right now. 
Yeah, so Ben, Ben, what's the synopsis that you have for us? Oh, so Tallahassee, Columbus, Wichita, Little Rock are back in action. This comedy, action comedy, zombie pack sequel to Zombieland. Uh, or Zombity, if you will. Uh, I just made that up. Uh, join your favorite dysfunctional zombie slaying squad as they travel across Zombieland, countering new friends and new zombies as they each try to find meaning in the zombie apocalypse. Wow, Ben, that was fantastic. So, since Ben gave us that uh, fantastic uh, summary, as you always do, I guess it uh, flipped heads this time. Um, Stu, what did you think of the film? I I know I'm, I need to come up with a new way to phrase my initial review, but I liked it. It was fun. It was a fun zombie flick. Um, you know, I, I, and I think... Honestly, I, I don't really remember too much of Zombieland 1, but I th- I think I like this one better than Zombieland 1. Okay. Um, and I think, you know, Woody Harrelson, I, you know, I love just, you know, I think he's great, and he was great in this movie, too. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, even the chemistry among the other actors, Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone. Emma Stone? Smith? Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone. Yes. Uh, who's Emma Smith? Is that the person? That would... That is the first wife of Joseph Joseph Smith. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's not go down. Let's not go down that road. Um, I don't know why that name was in my head. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I thought it was uh, a fun zombie zombie flick. Um, so I give it a, a seven out of ten. Nice. I love the fact for me. Uh, I love the fact that I feel like we just saw a. Uh, we just saw Jay and Silent Bob, mm-hmm. right? We saw a Kevin Smith movie, and Rosario Dawson was in it. Oh, yes. Rosario Dawson. And she's in this one, too. And I was just like, oh, yes. Yeah. I was like, I felt like I was almost like watching the same thing, but this is much more well-crafted. And it's much <laughs> yeah. less. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, real quick, because yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I think we mentioned it on the last ep- on the last episode, but I, thought, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, that movie was literally all just callbacks and references to other kevin mm-hmm. smith movies <laughs> like, yeah that's what i told everybody that was like oh what did you think of uh of jay and silent bob reboot and i was like well here's the thing is i was so grateful that you know i mentioned this last time is that all the people around were mentioned were mentioning some of the, the callbacks mm-hmm. and it was helpful to me to be able to place them because i it didn't immediately click for me mm-hmm. so i told them i was like i would definitely go back to watch some of the other movies just to make sure that you can catch up a little bit because there are some stuff that if you didn't if i didn't have the help it would have gone over me like <laughs> easily and i would have been like that was funny but i don't remember why it was funny because it was like stuck in the recesses of my mind um but as you mentioned before, Woody Harrelson kills it. I am so glad. I know that in Zombieland, the original one, like there's that portion where it's like mostly Jesse Eisenberg in the first beginning, mm-hmm. and we lo- and we all love his character at the same time. But I think Woody Harrelson just like steals the show, and the fact oh, that yeah. it's like I love him in everything he's done, especially in like Now You See Me, like the the the. Wait, was that also Jesse Eisenberg in that one too? I don't know if it, I mean there's like two guys who are similar in like. Uh, that stature, uh, that type of person. I know you're talking. Um, uh, you see me. It might have been. I think it was him. Yeah, I think it was him. And then Isla Fisher, and then that kind of stuff. Or maybe they're just body doubles for each other. But yeah, it was, regardless, it, it was Jesse it was. Eisenberg. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So when they work together, it always is a good time. Like I had a lot of fun watching it. Uh, I would give it an eight out of ten. I mean, this was better than Zombieland, the original, even though I hadn't seen it. But I'm pretty sure if I were to go back, I would still pick the same. Um, I definitely was a little bit shocked to see that they had kind of sidelined Abigail Breslin, uh, just based on whatever it is. But, you know, based on where their career trajectory trajectories have been, Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg, and Woody Harrelson clearly are the stars of the show, and they definitely play that. But... At the same time, there's also a fourth star on the show was the zombies. I thought oh, yeah. at this time, it was extremely entertaining. Uh, there were parts where, um, you know, it was kind of unexpected stuff like that. It definitely was like, it was able to bridge the ability to be able to say like, oh, here's a throwback, but at the same time, it's new, right? Right. So it didn't alienate anybody. You didn't need to see the original one because they did the same style for everything. If you like this one, you're gonna really like the old one too. That kind of thing. So, you know, fantastic film, eight out of ten. I think if Ben had seen this, I would have probably think he would probably give it a seven and a half or eight. 
probably roughly speaking. Um, but yeah, I think it was a fantastic film. Definitely say see it. Yeah, and I I, I would have I wanted to give it higher, but we'll get into that uh, in the spoiler zone. Um, which I think if you got nothing else, let's just let's just dive right. Let's fucking just dive right it. in. It's just yeah, it. All right, put on, <laughs> put on your spoiler suits. We're diving in the deep end. You've been warned. We're going into the spoiler zone. Head come on, first. Come on, guys. Let's go. All right. Follow me into the spoiler zone. Bloop. I don't know. All right. That's... Yeah. That's good enough. Right. Okay. Um, so, Stu, why seven, not eight? Uh, so, there's uh, there's a couple of reasons um, why I dinged it. Um, and, you know, again, the, I think the first reason is probably uh, is in my wheelhouse for the my my strengths i guess for this oh podcast. god the gun stuff no not necessarily the gun stuff well it yeah so this this is the, this is the big gripe <laughs> no no yes, yes. no okay. but yes um uh wasn't so much a problem with necessarily the guns it was um for a movie a zombie movie for jesse eisenberg's character is so focused on his rules you know because he you know he has like a list of rules he knows by you know like the back of his hand uh, one rule that he doesn't seem to have, which seems pretty glaring and uh, uh, pretty a blatant rule that you should have, is that it should be no full auto. No full auto. It's a waste oh, of yeah, bullets. Oh yeah, you need to save your ammo. Waste of bullets, and they were full autoing everything. Um, and I know maybe it's like that's more appealing to audiences and whatever. It's not as fun to see, you know. Not, it's not fun to see them take well-aimed shot like line up a shot for you know and then just take one shot um so i know it's probably you know more for cinematic reasons but still um for me uh having not having a a rule for no full auto is egregious uh to me also and as a secondary one to that it should be you know it's a zombie movie we all know zombie uh the zombie uh archetype i guess is zombie archetype whatever uh it should be headshots only why are you shooting him in the body? That doesn't do anything. We all know that. Everyone knows that. David, do you That's know that? That's true. Yes, that is zombie killing 101. Yeah, headshots yes, you only. You go for the brain because that's where, you know, that's how you kill them. Yeah. But um that but that's unless you run into a T800. That's true. There's no stopping the T800. Yeah, uh, so why why does Okay, then here's the thing is, then why does falling off a building, you know, a hunt what was a hundred stories i don't know i mean it was a pretty tall building <clears throat> why would that kill them if a bullet wouldn't kill them i think it would uh, the impact would would damage the brain or the whatever the whatever zombie uh function it has would be destroyed from the impact i would say at least for the most part maybe like some of them might have lived if they landed on top of other, you know, the pile that had already formed down there. I oh, I see. Yeah, like like almost like soften the landing. Yeah, but I think for the most part, the impact would would do it. Uh, and it was a cool kill, and like he, like you said, it was. Oh zombie. no, that was the zombie was kill the, of the century. Yeah, like you said, yeah, yeah, so, for sure. So that was definitely, um, yeah, that was that was my main gripe. Uh, why I kind of, but it, that wasn't the main. I mean, that wasn't why I gave it a seven. That would have only been a reason to give it like an eight. Um, one, the other thing, which is kind of, it's just kind of funny because I probably would have never noticed this until um, if we hadn't started doing this. Um, but it seems now there's a trend in movies where when they do some kind of defensive setup, they do it in an unrealistic amount of time. Like an unreasonable <laughs> amount of time. Wait, so you're saying that they all went to the same school that Dwayne the Rock Johnson did? Yeah, to be well, able to set not, up a I don't want island. to. I don't want to put this all on the Rock because because I'm noticing the trend now. That doesn't mean it started with the Rock. It could have been started. I'm sure if I look back, it's probably been going on since the Silent Era. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, so, where something Silent happens. Era. They need to set yeah, up defenses. Uh, what's his then, name? Ch- Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's notorious for that. Setting uh, up his defenses in yeah. 30 seconds or less or your money back. Yeah. When, Sounds like yeah. Balrog Ben. Yeah. So that, that was, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess I'm the one who's griping about that this time. Only because it seems like it's a trend. <laughs> like, so I'm going to keep an eye on that. <laughs> keep an eye well, on that. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, well, then the it begs the question then. Would you prefer... 
that um, that they kind of like give you a time lapse to let you know how much time has passed before this thing happens. No, I, I think it would have been it. So, so the, so the part we're talking about specifically, and it's okay, is when when are. Harrelson drive when when Tallahassee's driving and he runs into the T eight hundred and then drives back, correct? Yes. And then he has enough time to warn them, yes. enough time to be able to roll the biodiesel, tell everybody right. the setup to be able to do the gauntlet, yep. and then uh, and then tear down the thing, and then also set up the spinning thing to be able to grab their attention, mm-hmm. even though they were all attracted to the freaking fireworks already. Right. Um, well, I guess the the fi- the spinny thing was more to funnel them into that specific area. So I'm not. I don't have a gripe with that. Okay. Um, but they could, to me, they could have, it could have, it would have all been fine. They could have done the same thing. You know, Woody Harrelson driving along or Tallahassee driving along, sees the, ho- uh, the herd turns around, goes back, does all that stuff. If they didn't have the herd already sprinting in that direction. Uh, oh, correct. It, if they would have just been ambling in that direction, then yeah, it would have worked for me. Oh, kind of like if he had like, uh, for example, like was driving, he was leaving. Right. And then he was like. You know, reminiscing, blah, 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 and then just slams into one. Right. Right, and, and it's not like they're already charging that direction. Right. Ah, if they, okay, if they were just ambling in that direction, I, it would have made a lot more sense to me. But because they were in, like, full sprint, and these are T-800s, uh, which are, like, the faster, stronger ones, like, the like the amount of time it would have taken them would, would have been a lot shorter than I think uh, than they would have had time to for setup. But, um, so that that's, that's my... That was kind of another reason I dinged it. Okay. I have a couple smaller ones, but I feel like I've been talking too long, so. No, that's fine. I mean, the, the, I mean, you're filling in the airtime that Ben would have filled. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take some of ben, uh, Ben's time. This is a smaller <laughs> reason why I doc, uh, docked it a point, uh, not a point, but just a, contributed to it. I'll just lump these two points in together. Uh, the I know that like the pacifist. Um, how do you survive in a zombie apocalypse as a pacifist? I don't get it. How do you do it? Um, with peace and love, bruh. I don't think zombies care about that. But, but they're I think... more scared of us than we are of them? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, they're afraid of hemp. Yeah. And I, I'm sure it was probably... is. I'm sure this was more of a like a thing for the plot. like um, More kind of like almost semi-comic relief uh, that there were, you know, just something to get what uh, Tallahassee pissed off about. Which I was, I was right there with him. I was getting annoyed by the stupid pacifists also. Like uh, right when they walked in like, Oh, we melted your gun down into a peace symbol. Peace oh, sign. I was so angry. <laughs> oh, I was so angry. <laughs> I don't know that <clears throat> that molten thing doesn't look like I, Here's the thing. If you melt a gun, doesn't the gunpowder go off? Well, I mean, I would have to assume... Uh, I don't think it goes off in the traditional sense that uh, it would, like... you know, Fire? Uh, yeah. Explode. I mean, it'll, go, it'll, like, you know, ignite. But if it, everything's already melting, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll have to go try it out sometime. We'll have to go to a steel mill and drop a fully loaded gun into it, into the molten... <laughs> Oh shit! It's real. Oh, shit. Holy shit! Everybody in the deck. Oh god, it's real. <laughs> this is not a drill. This is not a drill. <laughs> the last last point I had, and this is probably more. This probably what this one probably makes more sense, is um in the beginning when he was talking about the three types of ninja. Or not ninjas. Three, three types. Yeah, of the three types of zombies. We'll talk about three ninjas some other time, but um, <laughs> we'll let the, Sean talk about the ninjas. Yeah. So he, there was the Homers, there was the Hawkings, and then there was the ninja zombies. We got to see the Homers in the movie. We got to see the Hawkings in the movie. We did not get to see any ninjas. That's true. So maybe the the maybe the ninjas were uh, the ones that turned into T eight hundred. Ooh, how about this? Maybe the ninjas were there. We just didn't see them because they're ninjas. Ooh. So you think there? Do you okay? Do you think there's a setup for a third one? I don't know. I mean, because I don't feel like there was a setup <clears throat> for the second one. <laughs> so. so um, I would say no. I mean, it doesn't seem like uh, there's any kind of like they didn't like have any kind of cliffhangers to a, a third one. But if they did make a third one, I'm sure you know they just like this one, they'll find a way you know to do it. And hopefully Rosario Dawson will be in it again. That would be awesome. She definitely was a she. I wanted to see more of Rosario Dawson and Woody Harrelson's characters yeah, together. Yeah, there's a there's a major 
babe alert. She is a babe in that movie. When she shows up, like at the end, oof. Oh, I know. Saves the day in the in the monster truck. Come yeah. on, how do you not like that? And she's got the cowboy, you know, cowboy gun. Oof. That's. Oh yeah, the revolver. Knows how to use it. I'm done. That that's it. Game over. Yep. All right. Well, I think Stu's done for the rest of this episode. I'm yeah, just I'm gonna, gonna tag in. I'm gonna look at <clears> some <throat> Rosario Dawson pictures. <laughs> so overall fantastic fantastic i was really saddened to see that they had uh kind of minimized uh abigail breslin's role because she had a minor role in the last one too so i was hoping that maybe we'd be a civil a little bit more except for the fact that it's like she's just a you know star-crossed uh you know lonely teenager i guess is the best way to put it and just like so desperate for a lot of it she runs off with this hippie dude um I don't know. To me, that just didn't... Yeah, Berkeley, it didn't seem as real, but... Um, Luke Wilson was awesome. That was great. And then also getting to see uh, Thomas Middleditch as Flagstaff. That was that was a nice treat in the middle, just to be able to kind of break up everything. Um, that they would see each other, and they're like, man, I hate these guys. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> they, they're, they're talking about each other. So, um, But yeah, I... I thought it was really weird that emma stone and jesse eisenberg's characters got together i was just like that okay well, I guess weren't they that's... together in the first didn't they get together in the, at the end of the first one i don't did really they? remember oh, i think see, they did kind of, i need to i need to watch it again but um but yeah but overall speaking i like the film um i think for the most part if it's a good film i'll give it an eight i don't think i i, I want to be able to reserve nines and tens for really outstanding stuff yeah you know so yeah, eight doesn't mean don't see it. Yeah, we, we haven't, haven't cracked the uh, the elusive the 10. ten. We haven't gotten there yet. No one's well, we no haven't, one's dropped that one. We haven't gotten a ten yet, so that's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a momentous cool. day. Yeah, no popping the ten cherry this year. I guess, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the fantastic films. I know that Ben would probably say something about, you know, some of the things that we didn't, well, we missed, like some Easter eggs or something like that. But yeah, something about overall, the director, the 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 best boy or the gaffer <laughs> <laughs> the fluffer whoa uh, for... <laughs> i don't think it's that Nobody kind of movie. A... oh uh, this, this, that's Zombieland double fap i think is what you're oh, talking about <laughs> counting it counting it so yeah um other than that like i think the movie was pretty well done i really like the pacing it didn't feel like it was you know an hour and a half um i definitely would love to see a third one especially if they were to expand a little bit a little bit more Rosario Dawson, I'm pretty yes. sure. You know, Stu, I would, yes. Stu has, we have Approved. a vote with that. Approved. Um, you know, I definitely would, uh, I definitely welcome that. That would definitely be a lot of fun. But honestly speaking, I'd also be okay if it just ended like this because yeah. those two movies together are a duo were really good. Um, and it had a, you know, it was had a pretty good ending if they were to end it here. Yeah. And uh, so hopefully if they do make another one, it'll be... Or, you know, organic feeling, you know, like it won't feel forced. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe we might get another one in 10 years after Emma <laughs> Stone and Woody Harrelson. If hopefully, Woody Harrelson's not dead by then. I mean, he's um, not that old. <clears throat> no, not by age. I think he just. Oh, from his lived... lifestyle? <laughs> lifestyle, yeah. Um, and then Jesse Eisenberg, I'm sure, will be still looks like a 14 year old. Yeah. Uh, he seems so... to me like he would have like a secret, like, weird coke, coke addiction that like he would end up dying from. Well, you... maybe you should shoot Zombieland three before that happens. Okay, but yeah. oh, before we uh, we you know we wrap this up, I definitely love the Bill Murray edition. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you if you stuck around for the stinger. Of course, I stuck around <laughs> to be able to see him uh, do his you know his version of Garfield three. Come on, them <laughs> asking Al Roker asking him if we could do the hairball together. That was, that was awkward <laughs> as hell. Yeah. But... So apparently, he was the day. He's the he's the zombie zero. He was the first zombie. <laughs> Or something. Oh, I know. He was patient zero. Yeah. <laughs> just he's <laughs> Al Roker. To... So just so everyone knows, in in the universe of Zombieland, Al Roker became the first zombie by trying to do the Garfield hairball with Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's how I understood that uh, oh, that man. scene. I love the fact that Rosario Dawson's like, I almost murdered you. And he's oh, like, yeah. What did you say? Yeah, did you hear that the comedy actor, you know, the beloved comedy actor, I'm going to kill him too if I find out who that is. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, was, that was pretty funny. In, oh, in Columbus. Fact, that whole, um, the whole fight scene between when uh, Luke Wilson and, what's the other guy's name? Uh, um, 
Flagstaff. <clears throat> uh, oh, um, but I just remembered uh, Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, yeah. When they became zombies and they that whole fight scene when, like, they're you know fighting. They're basically their alter egos or their their doppelgangers. That was I think that was a really well done scene. It felt like it almost felt like it was a continuous shot, which I'm sure it wasn't. But just the way they filmed it and they were able to, you know, do all the cuts and stuff, that was it was pretty great. I like that was probably my favorite scene of the movie. It kind of reminded you almost like uh like one of those like Three Stooges movies where like one guy is like chasing the other one and <laughs> yeah. then you switch over and there's more yeah, action yeah. that's happening. Absolutely. No, that was fantastic for sure. And then, you know, uh Tallahassee's infatuation with uh, Elvis is pretty, it's pretty funny. So, but yeah, overall fantastic movie. I think you know if you enjoy zombie films uh, and laughing, I don't know very many people who don't Zomb- like that combination. Zombie, yeah. zombies, zombie trademark trademark TM TM yeah TM TM. Um, if you don't like those, then uh, you probably weren't listening to this podcast. Um, but if you are, I definitely would suggest seeing it. Really great movie. Uh, it's fun, and uh, you'll be entertained. Stu, you got anything else? Uh, nope. I think that's okay. it. No, yeah. It's, okay. Uh, it's all right. Well, we're going to exit the spoiler zone. Let's just get through all this. Oh, man. There's so stuff. many spoilers in there. Woo! Okay. Do not go in there. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about our movie for next week. I think it's pretty clear we're going to end up seeing Parasite. Are you on board with that? Yep. We just have to make sure I can get out to Buena Park to see it. Yeah, so, well, either that or we're going to have to watch Abominable. Oh, God, I hope not. Angry Birds 2. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like an April, maybe like if there's a if there's a good movie like that out during April Fool's, like, <laughs> that would be pretty I'm sure there'll be, or we'll find something, I'm sure. We'll, we'll say next a... next week we're going to be reviewing Star Wars. Uh, you know, they decided to make the Obi-Wan movie. And then it just turns out to be Angry Birds 3. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. I, I would love to see an Obi-Wan movie. Um, so yeah, uh, that'll pretty much do it for us on this week's episode of Dos Nav Cinco's. We're going to be reviewing Parasite next week. We do have a special clip from uh, Ben, who actually got a quick preview of Parasite before he left. And he did leave us a nice tidbit saying that it was going to be an interesting movie. And uh, he said, definitely look out for that one. Um, if, I, if you got anything else, Stu? Uh, no, I think uh, well, I think no. we did pretty good. With, uh, I think we can get rid of Ben. Um, I don't yeah. think we need him. So. Well, I mean, I think we extracted a lot of the value out of Ben already, and I think we just keep reusing it. Yeah, those like we got the rated R thing down. Yeah, and then the uh, children's movie. This is a Disney film. Yeah, Disney always does well, uh, yeah. even though their movies suck, might suck. Uh, yeah, I think we got it. So yeah, I think we're good. We're totally good. We don't need him. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Well, uh, Ben, we hope you're enjoying your ramen in Japan, you bastard. Yeah. Um. Thanks for and, TFTI, by the way. Yeah, I know what the, you know what, maybe we'll go to Japan without Ben, and we're gonna record a special episode of Dos and Half Cinco's while eating ramen. Yeah, You're like ah, oh, yeah, take that. Um, I'm sure Ikokuya or da- Daikokuya is probably even better over there. I think that's uh. Yeah. I was actually getting into a debate with Ben about uh, I actually don't like the Daikokuya uh, as much as Ikosha. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, I think it really depends on the mood, but you know what? We, let's not get into this. Well, yeah, we don't have we don't, yeah, yeah. we don't have another we don't have, forty-five minutes. So. No, we don't have another three hours <laughs> or that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, maybe we'll uh, we'll dip our little toes in next time and a little bit of ramen broth for Oof. maybe we'll, we'll talk about that. It's going to be nice and oily and uh, thick, thick mm. two C's. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks thanks again for joining us for another episode of Dos and a Half Cinco's. As always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And uh, I'm Ben. Oh, you were there the whole time. Well, I guess we didn't need you. Oh, oh, uh, I'm Ben. Oh, <laughs> oh um, God, wait. Disney's going to get us now. <laughs> they were already going to get us when we told them about the Disney thing in the first place. Oh. Uh, it's going to be okay. But we, we did shout out Lion King. It is still in the top 20. Oh, that's why you went that far down the list. <laughs> you got to respect the mouse. David, is Disney there with you right now? Are they? Did they make you do that? Uh, click, if I blink click twice. Your, click your mouse twice if they are.
Oh God, I think Disney killed it, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still here, kicking and screaming. So, um, but yeah, join us next week where we'll be reviewing Parasite. And uh, as always, we always do the box office rundown. Don't forget to tip your Reiki masters, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Seems awfully fish. And here's the thing: is he even prioritized and was trying to pick up OG Anu? No, I don't. I don't nobody. And a nobody. Um, <laughs> got him. Um, OG. Dude, we should really do it. And a nobody. <laughs> you know what? I'm starting to think maybe we don't need Ben so much. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ben. <clears throat> Sorry, Ben. You're, you've been you've been done. Done skis. Um, yeah, I don't know. D- does that seem like that seems like a very odd amount? Um it does, and for the sake of uh, the joke, I do think there is uh, some foul play. There's some, we need to launch an inquiry. We need yeah, some committees to investigate this. Here's uh, the problem. I think the investigative committee is also the commissioner. How? What do we do? We have to. We'd have to subpoena all uh, computer oof. records. Oh, hopefully, and phone records. Hopefully, he didn't keep them on a private server in his basement. Oh, that definitely just <laughs> that definitely is incriminating already. Orville, we want to see your tax returns <laughs> and your private emails and, and your private email server. <laughs> Come on, put them on put them on the table. We want to see.